T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. The key is the United States, just to make sure the United States of America has gone to full-out economic war and in modern warfare, that is every bit as powerful or more powerful than kinetic warfare. Than having a couple of F-16s fly around or having a Having, you know, putting our, our, our blood, our young men and women in harm's way. Now they've put everybody in harm's way. Please understand that. You are in harm's way. You're a participant in a war that the President of the United States has not come through and walked the American people through exactly what the stakes are and, and, what, and what are the possibilities of what's going to happen. That's former Chief Trump strategist Steve Bannon. And bingo. There's no talk at all about any of that in the mainstream media. And that is terrifying. There's no discussion of how weak our dollar is and the mortal damage Putin, or God forbid, Putin and she could do to it right now in retaliation for whatever we might do. Folks, I don't know about you. I can barely turn my television on. It's so terrifying. As blooming idiots from Sean Hannity to Fox News right now, they've got some former general on talking about oh well you know how about a no-fly zone over ukraine are you mad not only is russia a nuclear armed country which in itself should give these idiots pause but putin could easily finish off america given the inflationary state we're in and the state our dollars in on the international stage i'm not going to recap that here if you want to understand what Putin or Putin and she, i.e. China, could do right now, listen to Thursday's Battleground podcast, Death Spiral, how Putin could finish off America. And you'll see what the media is not telling you. And the news the media is not reporting while they're running Ukraine war coverage, propaganda style, endlessly, in a loop, uncritically, in a loop, is astounding. Folks, I can't believe what is not on our television screens right now. Today's Insane Things podcast will focus on that, what is not news, but should be. Should be the biggest stories of the week. We'll start with this stunner. Insane thing number three. Stagflation has begun. The first hint that the media knows this and is hiding it from you was, remember, on CNBC last week, I touched on it in the Battleground podcast, when they finally admitted we're heading into stagflation, but blamed it on Putin. It had nothing to do with Putin. We've been heading this way for a while. And on Tuesday, 
the big news hit. Folks, I can't believe this isn't in the news. What happened? The Atlanta Fed, the Atlanta Federal Reserve, cut its GDP estimate for the first quarter of 2022 to zero. Whoa. Zero economic growth. That's down from 0.6% growth just a few days ago that they were claiming. And that's down one from 1.3% growth just a few days before that. Now, keep in mind, Atlanta Fed, GDP, you know, economic growth numbers tend to start high and then fall as the quarter progresses. So we're starting from zero. Fall any further? And we're in a recession, folks. What do you get if you have escalating inflation? And we know we do because those wholesale prices are already in the supply line. They're going to hit the shelves in the coming months. Inflation will go to double digits. Just given what producers are already paying for the goods they're using to make the goods you'll buy. Okay, so we know that. And then when you have stagnating growth, zero growth or negative growth, that's classic stagflation. It is the worst possible economic situation. Making it all the more shocking is that just a couple of weeks ago, we were coming off a 70% GDP growth in Q4. You know, 7% economic growth. Now, those numbers were bogus. They moved some numbers they'd already recorded earlier in the year forward to contrive that. So it was pretty fake. Now we see what they were trying to hide. Now, we did just get a pretty good job number. It fell short of where Wall Street thought it would be, but it's still pretty good. You know, we're approaching 700,000 jobs created, assuming they're not lying about that. I haven't gone into the internals yet. They're not out as of the recording of this. I don't know if they faked that too, or if it's real. But If it is real, that's good. A lot of that's people fired, I think, or quitting to avoid vaccine mandates now coming back into the workforce or being hired. So that's that's good. It's not bad, but it's not enough to stop the stagflationary cycle. Let me tell you what the what the problem is here. Again, stagflation is little to no economic growth coupled with high inflation. Right. Normally, when that happens, the Federal Reserve swoops in and saves us. That's what they created for. And typically, the central bank would um, cut rates, cut interest rates. They would do quantitative easing. We we can't cut interest rates. We have to raise them to stop the inflation or slow it down so the dollar is not destroyed. So the tools we normally use to keep a recession from spinning out of control, we, we can't. Our back's against a wall. What does it mean? Zero hedge nails it. The central bank's about to lose control. They write, nobody has any idea how the central bank will offset the coming commodity hyperinflation, which has already sent many commodity prices to record highs and many more to come. Peter Schiff said the Russian invasion of Ukraine creates the perfect scapegoat for inflation. Now, folks, you would think a federal, I can't believe this, the Atlanta Fed saying, oh, hey, zero growth. You think that'd be a big story? It's not even on Fox News. It's all feel-good stuff about Zelensky. As if, in fact, did you see this the other day? A French journalist who has lived in Kiev in Ukraine for 25 years was on French TV. And they asked her, so are the people going to fight? She's like, nah, not most of them. This is a puppet government. And she was talking about how literally just last year, the government was disappearing journalists and shutting down media outlets. What is on your television? is not fake there's an invasion but the spin on it is to distract you from what i'm talking about putin is running through ukraine like a mad dog for three reasons joe's weakness 
showed in Afghanistan is part of it. Russian oil going to a shocking 114 bucks a barrel before coming down yesterday. It's funding his war. He couldn't do this if it was at 50 or 60 bucks a barrel or even the 40 it was at when Trump left office. So we're funding this. And those are the two things. But the third thing is that we are incredibly economically weak because our dollar is being battered by inflation. If Putin wanted to deal us a body blow, all he's got to do is say, I'm not taking U.S. dollars for my oil anymore. And then sit back and watch what happens. Inflation is essentially the weakening of the dollar. It's not worth as much. Well, if nobody needs it as the reserve currency to spend for everything from oil to commodities, well, guess what? It's worth even less. In fact, it could start a plummet we can't pull it out of, a nosedive we can't pull it out of. And Putin can do that. That's why every time I walk by the TV and I see them calling for his assassination or a no-fly zone uh, or just hitting with economic sanctions, it literally takes my breath away. I'm so scared. Scared of what he could do and hopefully won't do. Please don't misunderstand. I'm not, I'm not predicting anything. I don't know what he's going to do. It's what he could do that terrifies me. And again, the podcast before this one explains that in detail. It's called Death Spiral, How Putin Could Finish Off America. Again, that is what Steve Bannon meant when he said this in the beginning of the podcast. They've put everybody in harm's way. Please understand that. You are in harm's way. You're a participant in a war that the President of the United States has not come through and walked the American people through exactly what the stakes are and, and, what, and what are the possibilities of what's going to happen. Which brings me to insane thing number two, which literally had me screaming at the television, my poor children. I don't lose it like that much. I lost it like this yesterday, seeing it. You're thinking, what? The nuclear reactor in Ukraine appearing to maybe be hit a little bit? No, not that. That didn't scare me nearly as much as this did because it's a much bigger deal. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What terrified me was this. This bipartisan bill sponsored by Joe Manchin and Lisa Murkowski to ban the import of Russian oil. Manchin flat out says we zoned bailing this yesterday. I would gladly pay 10 cents more per gallon. Eh, it's going to be a lot more than that. And he said he was sure 
that the American people would be happy to, to to gladly pay more per gallon. This legislation is terrifying. It's so bad that it makes me wonder if Manchin, Murkowski at all are deliberately trying to destroy the dollar and then our then then our economy. Here's why: it doesn't sanction Putin at all. Putin doesn't care if we buy his oil. The oil market is tight right now. That's why a barrel of oil is so expensive. It's in demand. If we don't buy his oil, Putin will just laugh at the television screen and sell it to somebody else. But given that Putin produces around a third of the world's oil, we'll have a hard time replacing it. Manchin knows that. That's why he says the price at the pump will go up. So the only person who gets punished isn't Putin. It's the American consumer. This will add more to the price of goods that are already under inflation and going up, more to the price of driving. It'll kneecap Americans and have no effect on Putin at all. It is, in short, madness to propose this. Now, we could do it, but we would have to return first to the Trump era drilling policies on federal lands where a quarter of our oil comes from. We recently, the Biden administration recently put a pause on that drilling. A lot of those leases are sitting idle. Many of them are not allowed to be re-upped. And that is why America no longer puts 1 million to 2 million additional barrels of oil on the international market. So to even have a prayer of surviving that economically, we have to first return to the Trump era drilling policies. But it's still risky. We really should roll it back even further than that and go for broke before we would ever try to replace the Russian oil. That, if we did that, just returning the Trump era policies would bring a barrel of oil down from 114 a barrel, uh, where it was yesterday. It it later sank to 107 to 109, uh, down to about 50 or 60 a barrel. That truly would kneecap Putin. But you notice something. This bill doesn't propose that. The one thing that would actually hurt Putin He would really struggle to pay his bills at home and pay for the Ukraine war. They don't propose that. It honestly makes me wonder, folks, and I don't don't know, but it makes me wonder to do something this stupid, you almost have to be evil. You almost have to be trying to crash the dollar. You know what my fear is? That the Democrats want, in their zeal for $7 to $8 a gallon gas, to bring about their utopia, and they, they really are a doomsday cult when it comes to climate change, that they're not even looking at the inflationary situation. They're just looking at this chance to inflate oil uh, and crush the gasoline-powered automobile. That they're so insane, they're going forward. Or maybe they are evil. Maybe they do want to crash the dollar. I don't know. But you have to ask these questions because that's how crazy this legislation is. What scares me even more? Senator Lindsey Graham says they've got 75 votes for it. In the Senate. And what I'm afraid of is the Democrats will see this as a way to finally break the back of the dollar, break uh, the economy, break the American consumer. And what they'll say is what they'll say about any Republican who understands the economics behind this and that it will only hurt American consumers, not Putin. What the Democrats will say is, well, if you don't vote for this, you support Putin. You're a Putin puppet. And the public might actually believe it, including Republicans. These are really scary, scary times, folks. Think about it like this. If you've ever flown on a plane, what do you have to do? They tell you, if we run out of oxygen and you need the oxygen mask and you've got, you know, maybe a child next to you, you should pull the oxygen mask down and put it on yourself first so you don't pass out and you're able to put the oxygen mask on your child. We must drill first before we can wean ourselves off Russian oil. I I am terrified of what this would do to the dollar and to inflation. 
to raise those prices and make them escalate on the at the pump. There's only one other way around this. We'd have to cobble together oil from other nations, maybe Iran or something. I, I don't know why we would do this. And maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll get it from Iran or some other regime that doesn't care at all about climate change and produces it in a much dirtier fashion than we do. It's just the fact that they would even propose this that's scary. Which gets us to our next insane thing. Insane thing number two. Do not miss this one. Because it came from CNBC, a mainstream media news source. Here's the headline, and I'm surprised CNBC would publish this. The headline is, Economic Destruction May Lie Ahead as Oil Prices Push Higher, Analyst Says. And it's an interview with Paul Sankey of Sankey Research. And what does he say? He says, the concern that we don't have enough oil at all here and we need to go to $120 to $150 per barrel and then we get into economic destruction. Okay, what he's saying is, at $120 to $150 per barrel, we get into economic destruction. Okay, as the Republicans are proposing this, cutting us off from Russian oil, which is 5 to 10% of our imports, as they're proposing this, literally the price is climbing up to 114 yesterday. It came back down, thank God, but look how close we are to the beginning of that destructive range, 120 plus per barrel. Wow, that seems like a big story. It was hardly anywhere. Folks, here's the thing. With these numbers that I'm giving you, this isn't even about Putin anymore. We have to throw open our federal lands and drill like our lives depends on it. It is the only way to survive the stagflation. Let me tell you why. During the Trump era, you could look this up, Bureau of Labor Statistics, every quarter they would break down the growth in the U.S. economy. Where did it come from? The largest growth category, and this is why the Democrats are targeting it, is the mining and minerals category. So that's natural gas, oil, coal, minerals, a couple other things, um, but it's mainly oil and natural gas. And it would account for between 28 and 33% of economic growth every quarter, depending on the quarter. That's why the Democrats are attacking it. It is the biggest portion of growth. They will not let us do it because we could turn this around. And that's they don't want that. So folks, this isn't even about Putin anymore. We are in a desperate situation. Our dollar is in a desperate situation. We must fortify it by increasing growth. That's the only way to get out of stagflation. So we've got to drill. Forget about Putin. Forget about Ukraine. Folks, only a healthy, economically healthy country could help Ukraine right now. We are not that country. But here's the good thing about all of this. It's a small silver lining, I know. But we are gifted in this country in that all of our problems are created by Washington. We don't have any systemic problems that are unique to us, that are organic. Our corrupt political class creates them all. And we could force them to, to, to sort them all out. But we need to do it now. Not go backwards by cutting ourselves off from Russian oil and further driving inflation. I mean, a man just standing there. The guy knows there's an inflation problem. He was screaming about it a week ago. How could he do this? Maybe he doesn't understand the extent of it. Which brings us to insane thing number three. Yesterday's podcast was about the petrodollar. And if you ask the average American on the street 
we, a lot of Americans have such a great lifestyle. They'd say capitalism, and that's true. Um, they would say the free enterprise system and, um, you know, the American work ethic, and all those are true, but that's not, not the main reason that you have the best lifestyle in the world. The main reason is the petrodollar. Now, that came from all those things that I just mentioned, but our dollar is fake. The demand for it is fake. It is tied to our power, our prestige, and ability to, pr- to project that power into the world. And so what that means is every day, um, whether it's countries that keep all of their billions of reserves in banks across the world, all countries do that. Drug cartels do that too. Um, Whether it is um, the commodities trade every day, they're selling corn and grain and gold, that is traded in dollars too. Countries' um, reserves are kept in dollars. Oil is sold in dollars. Drug cartels transact when they trade along you know in in banks in dollars if the dollar would wobble and people were to walk away from it that lifestyle is gone forever we'll never get it but not in this lifetime you've never seen anything like it it's what lets us print money the way that we do it's called the reserve currency and it's kind of a popularity contest the dollar is believed to be the strongest and the most dependable so the most people have it when people start dumping it other people start dumping it, which causes other people to start dumping it, and its value falls like a rock. It becomes useless. That petrodollar is what gives us the ability to print as much money as we do. It's what gave us the ability to just print a bunch of money and send out checks during COVID. That's why we're in so much trouble right now. So the third most insane thing this week was when Jerome Powell, our Federal Reserve Chairman, came out and did the most unthinkable thing possible. He's the guy, by the way, who runs the printing press and said, well, you know, we may have two reserve currencies in the world. It's possible, he said, to have more than one reserve currency in the world. That was jaw dropping. That was an invitation to people, literally an invitation to people to dump the dollar. Folks, um, the more I see this stuff, the more that I think that our elites are trying to destroy the dollar. I, I'll do a whole podcast sometime on why. Um, I, I think they're trying to destroy the dollar and break the back of the American consumer along with the economy. I mean, at some point, you got you got to just accept that as a possibility because no one could be this dumb to admit that when a large part of why our dollar is the world's reserve currency, why it is the petrodollar is psychological. It's just nuts from an American from an American chair of the Federal Reserve. You've got to be kidding me. What that is to investors, when he says it, to people who hold their reserves, their drug money, whatever, in dollars, what that is when he says that is an invitation for people to dump the dollar or some of their dollars and pick up another currency just to be safe. The way they hear that is, wow, Jerome Powell's not sure the dollar's going to last as the sole reserve currency, so I, I better dump some of mine. I better diversify to be safe. They start dumping. I mean, folks... If, if if we just shared reserve currency status 50-50 with another country, our economy would collapse. J- just so you know, the value of a dollar would plummet like a rock. Now, if we weren't so deeply in debt and hadn't printed so much money, we wouldn't have to worry about all that. We would function like a normal country that's not a reserve currency and thus can't do all the printing that we did and thus is fine. The problem is we're $30 trillion in debt. That's an economy and a half. So we have to maintain the reserve currency or it all collapse. But let's look at what he said. Well, it's possible to have two reserve currencies. History shows us it's not. 
There's never been two. Only a transitionary period between one and another. And the world's great powers cease to be great powers when their reserve currency is no longer the reserve currency. How long does a country typically maintain reserve currency status? About 100. It runs about 80 to 100 years. We are right at 100 years. Want to know what it was? And these were great world powers. Go back in history and look at the time. Portugal, uh, from 1450 to the 1830s. Then it was Spain from 1830 uh, to about 1640. Then the Netherlands from 1640 to the 1720s. Then it was France from 1720 uh, to 1818. After that, Britain. And you'll see this right as the great colonial power dies on the world stage in terms of its influence is exactly the time it lost its reserve currency. The British reserve currency ran from about 1815 through 1920. And you see the United States pick it up in 1820. Why, by the way, did we get the world's reserve currency? There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in Europe and all of that. And that was part of it. Um, but the, the main reason was because of our energy exports. That's how we projected power for the last hundred years. And that's why when Trump came into office, what was his main thing? He gave speech after speech about it. He said it until it was blue in the face. We project power through prosperity and prosperity is achieved through drilling and through our natural resources primarily as a base. He wanted to do, obviously, a lot of manufacturing and exporting, but he understood that we would have to have the energy to do it. And so to him, energy was integral to everything because that is how it was for the last century. That is why we have the reserve currency or had it. So it sounds like a demolition of the reserve currency is literally being planned by Washington. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, enough about that. Folks, I want to wrap with this because a lot of people misunderstand me sometimes. They think I'm predicting this stuff. I'm telling you what could happen and the razor's edge we hang on. And incredibly, this country keeps surviving near misses with extinction. I'll give you one, the split of the Senate right now. I mean, if we had passed the Build Back Better bill, which is what, five, six trillion bucks in uh, largely printed money spent, a lot of it front loaded to the first three years. It's, it was over a decade, but a lot of it loaded to the first three years. Um, th think about what inflation is right now. The actual inflation rate, if we, you know, if, if we were to calculate it using the way we did it in the 1970s would be 15% an all-time high. We changed it, though, so it's only 7.5, right? Imagine if we had passed the Build Back Better bill. I mean, we came within just two votes of passing that. I mean, that is like a bullet whizzing by your head. Maybe Putin will just fall apart somehow. Maybe uh, the Russians will do something about him. Maybe he won't pull the trigger he could pull on the dollar. Maybe nobody will. Maybe we'll keep dodging these things. But they're out there. And I wanted you to know about them. These are incredibly perilous times. It's sort of like closing your eyes and then driving in between obstacles. You kind of know where they are and you're hoping not to hit one. This is where this country is. We haven't hit one yet. But we could. And we're playing with fire. America.
with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.